You're listening to Ordinary Moes with Bill Morales and Orlando Morales. Yes, we did it. We finally started a show. <laughs> Took a while. Yes. Anyways, uh, I am Bill Morales. With us is Orlando. What up, Bill? And, uh, and we got our special guest already ready to go. We got uh, Dr. Sid. I'm going to throw out all these names. I'm going to edit one of them. Cancellation, Sid. That's, that's a meme. <laughs> that one's mean. What's up, what's Sid? What's up, everybody? Sid, what's, what's doing, up, brother? <laughs> For the record, the last cancellation was not me. Tell us about it. It was your kids. No. No, that was that was on Mr. Bill's side. Yeah, we're supposed to go decide. Saturday. Yeah, I couldn't decide what day, and then that's actually influenced by uh, by our wives. I was not aware. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! I was, I was ready to go that Saturday, dude. He was because I originally told him Saturday, and then there was no. Uh, I don't. Was that the Skype day? I made mean, that might have been the Skype day. We did a like a Zoom thing with uh, with a bunch of our friends. Right. Yeah, our, that was that's the one where you said uh, uh, a certain someone was too busy playing video games. Oh, balls. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. That guy. That guy, yep. Shout yeah, out to yeah. Hayden. Big shout. He doesn't listen anyway. He's like the, the least supportive person Because he has lives. nothing in this entire world except, you know, declare bankruptcies for people and <laughs> and play video games. Borderlands 3, man. He's a big Borderlands 3 fan. I don't know what people are Bro, you about. don't even know, bro. You don't even know, bro. He finds time to talk to you about it, and you you don't even care, but he really wants to tell anybody about it. He loves this game. That's uh that's the Kevin Way, man. Anyways, right down the docket. Do you guys you guys see this thing on um on HBO? There was a I I watched Bad Education. You guys see that? No, but that's isn't that the one that uh supposed to be on like Roslyn or something like yes. that? Yes. Okay, so I'll tell you the story. It was the uh, the Roslyn school district apparently uh, had the largest educational theft in the history of um of I guess elementary school embezzlement theft, and it was right. um, eleven million dollars they stole from the from wow. from the district. Wow. Yeah, collectively. So it was a combination of the uh, the superintendent, who was played by Hugh Jackman. He does a good job. He's a, he's like a weird guy. He gets like a lot of facelifts. He's like uh, he keeps telling everybody his wife is dead, but he's actually super gay. And he just <laughs> he flies around to uh, to Vegas and he has sex with this former student. It's a whole thing. Anyways, he he uh. was he was acting straight. Like he would get hit on by all the moms, and he's like, I'm still my wife. I'm still. And then he's banging students. Oh, male former students. Male, male former students. Anyways, they embezzled and stole $11 million. And he led them to become like the, the number three school district in like the country or something like that. And that's a true story? That's a fuck true story. Yeah, a very true story. Out of Roswell. Wow. How long ago was it? It happened uh, in 2000, I believe. That's not long ago. No. No, I don't think wow. so. I want oh boy, did that fly under the radar? Holy shit! Yes, yes, a lot of that. So he he banged them while he was teaching, or he was, was superintendent. Like... So he, um, you know, he he was spending the money on the DL. So they had all kinds of little shell companies and whatnot, and then that's that's just what they did. Yeah, man. Damn. Yeah, I know. And then they turned it into a movie. Yeah, they. Well, it was a. It's not like an epic movie or anything like that. It's like. I, I think of it, it's like a documentary, 
that's dramatized. Oh. So it's like, it's an hour and a half, but it's like, you're just kind of watching it in awe, and you're just watching these people go through their stuff, <laughs> and then it's just... You're like, this motherfucker. Yeah, there's no real definitive ending. You're like, okay, so everybody just gets arrested? Like, you know, it's like, it's not really... <laughs> It's not a mystery. No, it's not quite the mystery. We know where we're going. Exactly. We, you know exactly where you're going right from the beginning, but it's 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 good. It's like a, it's very it's very informative. So this wasn't this is bad education, which is different than bad teacher with Cameron Diaz, right? Yeah, this is uh yeah, bad bad education. Yeah, that was a way better story. <laughs> <laughs> Especially her at the car wash. <laughs> yeah, everybody likes that. Everybody needs a good car wash. Yep. Yeah, that was a little more riveting. <laughs> That's no, true. I think they should have some COVID car washes. I would, I would, I would go with a uh, with some sexy face masks on. Yeah, with, you know. <laughs> oh, down the boy. pike. That's, that's part of the uh, reopening. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's it's coming. Phase yep. <laughs> two. You're our uh, you're our first like medical uh, professional to come on our podcast. Uh oh, cool. Yeah, so I have a, I have some, I have some. So questions give for give you. give uh, Sid some credentials and stuff before we get started. Uh, Sid, you want to go over some credentials? We got to legitimize them. Oh, uh, just a physician assistant. Uh, you know, that's pretty much it. Nothing, nothing. Licensed, baby. <laughs> Licensed physician. Licensed, uh, yeah. Certified. Registered. Certified. Yeah. Um, you know, nothing like your pops, though, Big O. Your, no. your pops is like Godfather. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I remember, I remember having to go to school to uh, hand in a letter. I was gonna get taken out of school to go on vacation and like miss class, and it was a regular letter that said, you know, please excuse my son for his absence. Blah blah blah. blah. We're going, right. on, you know, a trip, or whatever. But at the end of it, it said his name, and then it said like R P A C, and I was like, Yeah. What the fuck is that? <laughs> like what? And why is that important? <laughs> you know? But uh our pack. Yeah, what's our pack? I had no idea. That's I, hilarious. I, I really had no idea what all these initials meant, but it, That's like, ridiculous. Looked, it looked really cool in the letter. Oh my god. <laughs> Did they take it at school or were they like, We need a doctor's note? No, actually the, the dean of students out. was like, What is that? <laughs> Oh I was like, God. I don't know. He's kind of important guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wow, something happens. I, I I think I hit a button. Oh wow, yeah. Yeah, something that's, happens. I hit a button. All right. So Sid is a registered physician assistant. Sid, how you doing out there with all this craziness, man? Uh, you know, I'm doing all right. You know, uh, day by day, overall pretty good. You know, it could have been a lot worse. You seeing a lot of COVID uh, patients or just regular patients? Oh, tons, man. I mean, that's. For the last maybe five to six weeks, that's all I've been uh, dealing with. So, really, uh, even still. Yeah. So, like, as my 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 regular job when I'm you know when it's not global pandemic time, uh, my regular job is just to work in the operating room and I I help with surgery. So you know I do like little to no patient care on the floor, and wow. then uh, obviously you know the Rona came. And, uh, you know, all the elective surgeries were shut down. Jesus. So we kind of got repurposed. And uh, they we were covering this makeshift ICU, and it was full of, uh, it was all COVID-positive patients. All of them were intubated. You know, maybe like uh, three-quarters of the unit all had, uh, you know, do not resuscitate orders. So they were just, like, waiting to die. Your... Uh, your words depressing. have depressed Orlando so much he just started reapplying <laughs> hand sanitizer. 
I'm like, Q, Q. Dude, dude, man, it's it's depressing, man. No, and like it's, the, it's not cool. You know, the unit I was working in, and it was it was like, uh, it was aesthetically depressing too. It was like, did you guys watch uh, Stranger Things on Netflix by any chance? You know, I haven't actually gotten to the last season yet. All right, well, you've seen you've seen a season though, oh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it the the unit that I ended up working in, it looked like the fucking upside down. You know, it was oh, like Jesus. So the upside know, down yeah. is a is a uh, it's like your your world, like you you and I, like I'm explaining to Orlando here, and it's uh except it's it's inverted. Okay. You know, like uh, like everything that's color is black and white, mm. and uh, yeah, uh, you know, it's so it's it's, it's basically like, dark, like a grim, dingy, dirty, yeah. okay, grimy. That's that's what it was like working in there, and uh, actually, you know, to put a positive uh, spin on it though. This week, that unit was closed because you know our uh, our COVID numbers have have gone down. Have they the gone down a lot? Could, um, over the last, I would say, over the last two three weeks, it it definitely went down considerably. Like three weeks ago, I would say that for at least my hospital, that was our apex, so to speak. And um, we had about uh, we had about forty patients intubated. Interesting. Um, that's just the intubated COVID positive patients, not wow. not counting the ones on the floor. Jesus Christ! So that was like three weeks ago. Now we have it down to about like twenty. So we cut it in half, oh. and uh, you know, so at least we're we're making some positive strides. But, no, that's, that's definitely better. Yeah, so we're like starting to approach uh, normal. Sid, so are you uh, on the, of the mindset that what you've seen on the ground is consistent with the uh, 85 to 90 percent uh, statistics with respect to people that once they get on the ventilator that they don't come off yeah yeah it's uh it's very tough like like for instance three weeks ago when we in that unit so our unit was uh could um could house 16 intubated patients and, and we had 16 out of those 16 the week that I worked there, I think two of them made it off the vent. The other 14 expired. Wow. Um, and then those two that made it off the vent, I think one of them eventually ended up expiring on the regular floor. Motherfucker. So, wow. Uh, yeah, it's pretty fucking vicious, man, this, um, this virus. And then the other thing is like, you know, because it was so new, everybody was uh, treating it one way, um, kind of like they're trying to attack it like the flu. And, uh, and, and this other thing called, um, ARDS and, um, you know, we were doing that in the beginning, just do, you know, our usual treatment protocols with that. And, you know, it wasn't working. So, you know, over the last couple of weeks, we started to get a little bit better and treating it a little differently and changing our attack plan, so to speak. So, um, there's a lot of trial and error, a lot of like, you know, Sid, what, what do like, you well, say to, what do you say to these dumb fucks out there that are, Constantly stay. No, forget the fucking protesting. I can't tell you how many people I've heard oh, over the gosh, past couple man. months oh. that are just basically saying that you know this is nothing more than just another flu. Can you distinguish and to, tell them how like this the is flu. fucking bullshit? It's, just it's not like the, the flu. flu. And one day it's gonna be I, gone. I would love to fly that fucker out here and just walk him through the unit one time. You know, it's uh, it's not the fucking flu. It's not even close. It is no, no, no. You, you know. Uh, it's not the flu. You can't ingest fucking Clorox or bleach. You can't you could shine UV light body. up your ass. 
with the yeah. Like a, <laughs> Oh God, that's fucking. Dude, like, he said hit the body. That cracked me up. I thought he was talking uh, about a boxing match. He just hit it with like a UV. I heard that's really effective. <laughs> and like I said in the last podcast, he's just talking out loud. Like he should have had that meeting with his people like before. Like, and then he tried to blame it on the fact that he was, uh, you know, just being sarcastic. It's like, no, no, no. You were. Of course he. He had a puzzled demo. look on his face while he's looking right at his experts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he wasn't. Yeah. There was no sarcasm there. He's such a narcissistic prick that he'll never take the blame for anything, man. He's, he's, never he's, uh, he's about to fire somebody else. He just he hired a new uh, press secretary, which which got to be honest, pretty hot she is. She's a fucking oh, bitch, yeah. Bill. What are you talking about? She's yeah. a fucking fox bitch. Yeah, she's pretty hot. I'm though. sure she's she a... was personally vetted by Donald. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> as, as I as I watched her, I was like, man, she's she's pretty attractive. I I, I thought the same exact thing. I'm pretty sure he's like, why don't you do like it's a little like exactly twirl? Exactly his type though, and like attractive blonde. It's like it's right down his alley. I don't know. I'm not sure. Can you just do like a little twirl, like a little spin, <laughs> spin around the room? Maybe walk around. Try to pick up. I'm gonna drop something. You just pick it up. This is totally cool. It's totally cool. It's just you and me here. You want the job, right? You <laughs> Oh man, what a scumbag! Sanders, so what would you say is the uh, status of the uh, spirits of? People that are on the staff, whether they're nurses or physicians' assistants, like are are they are they pretty wiped out at this point? Or are they still staying strong? It's, like, what do you? You think? know, it's a it's a combination of things. You know, we're we're obviously all mentally done with it. You know, like just want this shit to get over with. Um, but I could say from the experience I had in in the unit that I was working at, it was a, a makeshift unit. You had nurses and nurses aides from other units who, you know, weren't used to treating ICU patients. You had us, the surgical PAs in there who weren't used to, you know, treating ICU patients. But all of us kind of were like good camaraderie, actually. It was one of the, it was actually one of the nice uplifting things about it. You know, there's a nice esprit de corps, you know, uh, I guess, you know, like know, who needs help with this? Positive. Who, needs, who needs help with that? So that was that was good, you know. Even though we didn't have all the outcomes that we would like, and the work was very uh, heavy, you know, on your on your morale and spirit, all of us kind of just did the best we could to help each other through it and stuff. And um, you know, a lot of the a lot of the patient families have been really good. They've been buying buying food for us and sending it in, and so that you know that's been good too. All the families have been pretty appreciative of, of the work. What about the um, idea, Sid, that that the uh, majority of these patients that are afflicted with COVID that get into this uh, state of, of uh, you know, needing a ventilator and perhaps expiring. Yeah. What what about these folks being with pre-existing conditions and those that are, are you know, allegedly you know, you know, I, the elderly or whatnot? I think that plays a huge, huge part because, you know, with this, with this condition, your, your lungs take a huge hit initially. And the healthier you are, the more like lung reserve you have to rely on. The flip side of that is true. Like if you, you know, if you have a lot of comorbidities, if you're overweight, if you are unhealthy, you're not going to have those good lung reserves to fall back on. And, you know, when you don't have those lung, good lung reserves, then more than likely you're going to end up on the, on the ventilator. Whereas like, you know, someone healthier who has healthier lungs and healthier overall, uh, 
body habitus, they'll be able to to fight it off better. But I mean, uh, you know, not saying that that's like common sense, but I, I guess like the world would be shattered based on what you're saying if like Michael Phelps like caught it and didn't make it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or like you know, some like long distance marathon runner. Or uh, although I mean, there there are some some weird cases out there. You know, there was like this 40 year oldish uh, yoga teacher, yoga instructor in, in one of the hospitals. You know, she got it and expired. So you know, there's and it's still not fully known. You know, we, we're seeing some trends, some tendencies, but it's not like we could definitely say, like, oh, yeah, if you get it, you're probably going to die from it. If you get it, you're probably not going to die from it. You know, it's, you know, there's no good studies out yet. This is so yeah. new. You know, yeah. you, need, you need studies. You need, you know, double randomized, double blind randomized, you know, those, those type of studies. So have you heard about uh, the... The Rendesver or the Rendesver, the the latest one. Yeah, the Remdesivir. 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 Uh, yeah. Have you uh, seen it in action, or or um, or have you? Uh, we haven't seen it yet in the hospital. We haven't been given it. From what I hear on the news, it's you know it's promising. I think what Fauci said there was like a twenty or thirty percent. Uh, yeah, he liked it. He was actually. It's the first time I ever saw mitigation like, of really symptoms, positive like that. Yeah, I mean, ideally. Ideally, uh, you know, you we could either get something like where you could get a vaccine where you get vaccinated and you're like, okay, fine. You know, if I get it, at least I'm vaccinated and I could, I could fight it off. Or there's something like, you know, like a, like a Tamiflu type of version where if you get it, you could take this medication to help, you know, mitigate it and, and get you through it faster. Right. So it'll, it'll like strengthen uh, your immune system, I guess, so that you could fight it better. I mean, I, I'm something just guessing- like that. I'm just that I would no be. Idea. I mean, the other option is to use Lysol like a chloroseptic, right? You just put it like spray, the spray, other, yeah, spray, the, spray. The other option is to just live in a hazmat suit the rest of your life, and uh, you know, yeah, uh, not touch anything, not touch anything. Yeah. They get too close. Make sure close. you have a gun. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like you know, you got to treat everybody like it's the uh, the Walking Dead, man. Like everyone's got the that. virus inside them, and if you get bit, you're just like, oh fuck, man. I got bit. I'm a, I'm a turn. I got turned soon. <laughs> so, so, do you feel that everybody that's working there right now has the proper uh, equipment and proper protective gear? Yes, that's now? a big. That's a big thing. Well, wait, hold on. Let me just recap. I didn't. I didn't specify where I was working yet. Right. Right. Uh, no. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, it's it's definitely better now uh, because. Our hospital is kind of highlighted on a on a news outlet uh, for like you know nurses ticketing and something something like that. But it's definitely like not optimal the the PPE situation. So you guys didn't have like N95 masks on or anything of that nature, you know, like not oh, you, no, but like you definitely you definitely have the N95. But unfortunately, or let me say, ideally, you you'd like to use your N95 and then at the end of the day dispose it, and the next day you get a new one. Right, uh, but Got it wasn't it. always like that. Got so you it. had to, you had to be crafty in in how you're using your N95. So you had to recycle the fucking N95. Yeah, yeah. I heard of that though. Yeah, what we would typically do is we would use it, but we'd have a regular mask over it oh. uh, to protect it from getting soiled. So you like, because the, the regular surgical masks are easier to come by than N95, obviously, right? Got it. So you would you'd wear your regular N95 underneath put a regular surgical mask over it at the end of the day you carefully take off 
the outer surgical mask as to not, you know, um, contaminate your quote unquote cleaner N95 underneath. You throw away the outer mask and then you put the uh, N95 in a brown paper bag. Interesting. Um, and then you, you use it again okay. uh, the next day. So you could either use it for like, you know, two or three days. That's what some people were doing. Um, or until the, the rubber band breaks. Got it, got it. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we were kind of getting creative. Um, there's also been uh, some people using, like, UV light to, at the end of the day to, to clean it, I guess. Oh, so that is a uh, thing, but just not with humans. It is a thing, yes, uh, with inan- inanimate objects. Right. Yeah, just so, like Lysol. You know, Trump, Trump wasn't 100% <laughs> wrong. You, you know, stop being so hard on him. Can't use it on organic life. It's basically <laughs> say, but same thing with the Lysol. Same thing with the like. You can't use it on organic life. You can't spray your dog with Lysol and be like, he's all better now. Right. He should yeah, be fine. This isn't like my big fat Greek wedding where you're just like, oh, just spray some Windex on it. You're fine. Oh Jesus, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Jeez, that movie. But uh, yeah, so that was the PPE situation um, there. Well, let me ask you this because um, I've been talking to a couple of uh, people in the in the science field. I'm sure you're familiar with our good friend Matty Gloom and uh, Matty Gloom. Matty Gloom. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Matty Gloom. Um, he was saying that uh, vitamin D is a good supplement to take. Like, uh, so between um, Orlando's dad and uh, Matty Gloom. I've gotten uh, from the science community and the medical community here that, that I'm familiar with uh, vitamin D, and it's got to be over 2,000 IU. What is it? I, International I, units. Yeah, the IU. Now, he, I wish he would have elaborated, and our fucking conversation ended, and he never got back to me, but he said that there's a reason why they tell you 100% vitamin D on the back of your vitamins, and it's actually not enough. Have you heard of this? Uh, to be honest, no. Um, I haven't read any of the like the vitamin or supplement. I wish we could get him in, in here yeah. because he said it has something to do with like uh yeah. I mean, like there, a, there is something to that because I know my dad was a big advocate for uh, zinc. But yes, he's, that's but, what I was getting to. But, so I've been taking both. I've been taking the vitamin D of yeah. two thousand uh, uh, international units, right? And uh, yeah. and zinc. Yeah, he was a big advocate for taking. Uh, I think it was at least a thousand milligrams of of zinc, yeah, which is close. which is more than than what's on the bottle. The recommended daily uh, right. value of it. Yeah, yeah. so basically, I've I mean, he, he, heard other stuff like vitamin C and then turmeric. I heard is also uh, is good as well. Um, it it can't hurt. Right. Yeah. What's that's that's I guess where I want to lead to is what like what's your stance on vitamins? You know, I wouldn't say that. If you just take vitamins alone, you're going to be fine the rest of your life. I definitely think it helps. It can't hurt. Um, you know, I'm overall for it. Okay, so so there's no, um, you know, because sometimes uh, when you're pregnant, not you and I and oh here, but like uh, when when women are pregnant, they say that they want to know about certain vitamins that you're taking. Why? I don't know, man. I mean, that's uh... <laughs> <laughs> I like your answer. <laughs> so honest. I don't. I don't fucking yeah, know. I don't, I don't, I'm not a real. I don't doctor. know. I don't. To be honest, yeah, I don't I don't pay attention to that, you know, because like norm, like I said, normally my usual job is operating. So the literature I pay attention to are, you know, uh, is this surgery good for for this situation? Gotcha. This it's more big picture stuff during the procedure. Good for, you know, 
does this have a better outcome than that for this procedure? I so used to love Flintstone vitamins. I could I could eat those all day. Delicious. They were just they were fucking delicious. like candy. I'd just I pop to, that shit all day. Yep. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. Why did you stop? You could still take it now. Yeah, I guess I could, but uh, they're still out there. You know, they don't taste man. as good. No? I think because they probably had to change. You know how things they probably go. pulled back on the sugar. Yeah, they they probably did. Bastards. Yeah, you just you know soak it with some alcohol and. We'll go <laughs> Let's see what else I got here. So I did want to know about your take on vitamins. I know that this might be a little bit of a of a of a big one, but I know that you have a strong take on uh, on Medicare for all. Medicare oh, yeah. <laughs> for everyone. Whoa. Everyone should have Medicare. Yeah, I know that um, that me and o, we we talked about it like not too long ago. But you know what it is? We we hardly get medical people here, so I really want to. Because I do also want to get into. Uh, okay, before we get into Medicare for all, what, what do you think's what, what, what do you think's happening in this in this political arena here? Because I, I do kind of want to get your take on it. We do spotlight on politics. We've had a nice, good, uh, depressing almost half hour on uh, COVID nineteen, but I feel like it was a little bit. <laughs> Uh, educational and uh you know it's uh it's kind of uh eye-opening or, or, or well mind-opening i guess because you're listening to it really you're not watching it but um what uh what do you, who do you what horse are you betting on here in this uh in this upcoming election cycle and how do you feel about how the whole thing played out uh you know i am disappointed on how the dems played it out with that being said i will still vote for biden uh, oh you cause... just made uh you just made oh very happy I, yeah, I knew that would. You know, I, <laughs> well, you know, I'm a little bit excited because Justin Amash might be entering. Fuck the, uh... that guy. <laughs> so what? It's a so libertarian what? candidate, oh, baby. Shit. Yeah, it's, maybe. it's your Gary Johnson for this one. It's, yeah, I know. maybe. Uh, you know. Maybe. But you like you just I, I don't know how you can. I don't know how you can justify voting for this. This thing that's in the Oval Office now. I, I don't know. I, it's I literally here, here. Here's what it is. It's it's literally Darth Vader versus Yoda, right? And you don't get to vote for fucking Lando Calrissian. Like fuck Lando, <laughs> fuck that guy. It's either Yoda or Darth Vader. Pick your fucking. Uh, that's so funny. Pick that's your so shit. Funny. I can't can't vote for Lando or, or Han Solo. I'm a big Han Solo guy. I love that Han movie. Nobody nobody really thought much of it, but I, I like the Han movie. I like the. Uh, I like that. Yeah, I like. I like that too. Well, they <laughs> but, had some, uh, some I, but you got you. I don't understand how you cannot vote Team Biden for now. I. You know what you it know, is. You... I'm not not going to vote Team Biden. I just like to uh, to mess with him a little bit with uh, like Justin Amash. I actually really do like Justin Amash, but I learned my lesson from you know these third party guys. They uh, they're. I'm a little scared. Because if something like that does happen, I feel like it will tilt the election one way or the other. And and there's no way of telling because America is so divided. Like, I feel like the the biggest group of people are the undecideds. And the and if you give them another choice, they're, it's, oh, fuck. You know? Not only the undecideds, though. It's the, it's the undecideds in the middle of the country. You know, yeah. that, that's where the real battle is right there, I think. Because. You know, California, you know what California is going to do. You know what New York is going to do. You know, certain states will always do what they do. But it's the middle of the country where, where those other states, and they have those fucking electoral votes that could swing it one way or the other. I got to find one of those motherfuckers. That's what we got to bring onto the podcast is one of these middle it, state it, people. You know what I mean? that's, it comes down that's, to that's the, where, the deplorables. Yeah. Oh, gosh, man. I, but, like, 
But you can't call them that because then they get upset. Don't you call me a deplorable, even though I have no idea what I'm talking about or I have no idea what I'm doing in life and I have no idea why I exist. (laughs) Well, yeah, but that's what I mean. That's why you, if you have a guy that's like, you know, uh, driving like a Trans Am and doing donuts and shooting his guns in the air, they're just like, ooh, who's this guy? You just have to tell them that, that, that you like them. That's all. You could be like, you're stupid. And you have no education. I love God. Yeah. But I I like you. I like you. You're cool. And then they're like, he thinks I'm cool. I'm I'm going to vote for that guy because he likes me. He he really spoke to me. He touched me. I heard him. Now, you know what? I I have, and we've we've said this too on the podcast. It's crazy to me how the red team uh, galvanizes. They they galvanize no matter what. Like, um, I had people during the um, the primaries for the Republicans hated Donald Trump, and supposedly the Republican base hated Donald Trump, but yet he got through, and then they didn't squabble. You didn't have a sect of them that were just like, you did, but they were tiny, and they didn't matter. Otherwise, most of them just rallied behind Donald Trump and said, okay, he's the guy. Let's do it. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, you don't get that on the blue team. That's you, true. can't stand that. The, the, you know, the, the Bernie people are just like, Bernie or no one. No, and the big problem right now is with Biden with this, this new allegation. Oh, right? I knew it. I knew it. Okay. Oh, this, uh, is this, are you talking about like that uh, sexual harassment thing? Yeah, yep. Miss Reed there. Yeah. Crystal okay. Ball did a whole interview with her. So here, here's how I view that. One, okay, it never happened. And it happened. He, was, he was vetted when he was vice president. They had no inkling no discussion i mean it came out from from campaign advisors that there was nothing on biden with respect to this so for over 30 years there's been zero information about this woman and any sort of allegation of you know inappropriate behavior i don't know okay no i mean for over 30 years that's a fact they had nothing on there was nothing there was nothing so you allowed him to run for fucking vice president where he's a heartbeat away from the presidency and you didn't think it was important to bring up this fucking allegation. But now you're going to bring up this allegation. Now, that's one aspect of it. The other aspect of it is, okay, let's just say he did it. And it's horrible. Oh, he's slamming the table. Like, and and, and it, should, it should never happen. But I'll take one verse 17 any day of the week. Right? Because like, like, Trump has over 17 allegations against him. Minimum. I know. I know. This is what's so annoying. So yes, right. one, one against 17, I'm going to go with the guy with one. Yeah, but he does that. Right. We know he does that. That's not that's not a big deal. Biden was lying. Because <laughs> he was like, hey, I'm a nice guy and I'm married and stuff. But, like, he did that. He's a monster. It, it, for somehow it's coming across more appalling for Biden to do it. But, like, for Trump, it's like, ah, you know, that's kind of what he does. You don't know this. That's now? exactly what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's that's always that's always the spin. Like you know, it's like, well, you know, he did. He had unprotected sex with a prostitute, uh, with a porn star. You know, it's just what he does. That's how he rolls. You know. Here, here's the yeah. problem that I see with the Dems. You know, as people like to call them, but I don't call them Dems. Democrats, right? Put themselves in a corner, because when it came to the Kavanaugh hearing, and also allegations regarding regarding Trump, right? It was that, and and also with the entire Me Too movement. It's that there's this presumption that the person's guilty. And so Uh as soon as you do that, now all of a sudden you got an issue because then also when your guy, right, has an allegation against him, well, then he's presumed guilty too. And it's like, that's not Mm -hmm. the way the country works. The country works. The entire legal system works that there's a presumption of innocence. And then you have to have substantial 
documentation, information, you know, testimony that there was something that occurred. But the problem is when you put yourself in a corner because against these other people, you had this presumption of guilt, then all of a sudden you're fucked. Yeah, but I, I mm-hmm. think so. It's like it's a nice idea that you're innocent until proven guilty. But in the reality of, of life, you know, sometimes you look a certain way or you act a certain way and people are like, no, no way. That guy's that guy did it. For sure. Well, I mean, and, that, and that's actually, that's a big conflict, honestly, Bill, between Latino culture and American culture, right? Because American culture says don't don't judge a book, book by, by its, its cover, cover uh-huh. right? But Latino culture says, uh, dime con quien andas y yo te de quien eres, right? Which is oh, tell me who tell you me walk who you with walk and with. I yeah. tell you who you mm-hmm. are. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so you see that conflict right there in terms of yeah. who's that's get the presumption. My, da- my dad had a saying like that too. Very similar. He's like, tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you who you are. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ex- It's basically the, yeah. the exact translation. Yeah, so I mean, I don't, I don't know. Filipino, I just feel like Democrats put themselves Spanish. in a corner, you know, with respect to Kavanaugh and it's a totally different set of facts. It's a totally different, you know, but scenario. But that team, the majority of the people that get outraged from that are on the blue team. So now yeah. you have a blue guy doing it and now they're like, they're, they almost want to, because that was the whole thing that Alyssa Milano got yelled at for because um, what's her name? Rose McGowan was, you know, um, she maligned her and she was talking about the the Weinstein thing. I don't, I don't remember exactly, but then mm-hmm. she was against Biden, and Alyssa Milano was like, "No, no, not Biden, though, not mm-hmm. Biden," you know. And that so it's like there's almost hypocrisy within the Me Too movement. You know what I mean? It's right. it's very uh, that was like celebrity shit, but that did happen. I mean, it, it, it's just a screwed up situation because I mean, I'm totally with the women on this. Like with the Me Too movement, you know, I don't think that any woman would come out publicly. At least I, I would like to think so. Except for press secretaries. Right. Who, 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 would, who, would, who would not come forward and make such an allegation and put themselves into that kind of heat, and, you know, if there wasn't something to it, that it wasn't something that did occur, right. you know. But then you get into a certain gray area where, you know, her interpretation of what occurred and his interpretation of what occurred is, you know, could potentially be two different, you know, scenarios. So it, yeah. it, it's, it's, a, it's a screwed up. Yeah, it's, it's a little I bit I mean, crazy. you would like to give her the benefit of the doubt, right? But. Uh, you know, it's just odd timing with this coming out now. Well, okay, so uh, here's you guys saying that, but here's something that I I learned from news outlets that supposedly she's been trying to get draw attention to this for a long time, right? But a lot of the news outlets didn't pick it up, including like MSNBC and CNN. A lot of people speculated that that's because they didn't want Biden to be smeared at this time. You know, if the Republicans want to pick it up and run with it, they can. You know, but we're not going to do that right now. And so the story's been out there for a long time. It's just been kind of being suppressed by the majority, uh, like like your your Democratic National Committee, and you know that's the conspiracy version side of it. Yeah, but I mean, the only caveat to that that I'll say though is that when they vet a vice president, I, yes, okay, they vet, they check they if that to. guy has shit stains on his freaking underwears, right? Just he doesn't wipe it. He doesn't wipe his ass properly. They know. You know, he ran for, you know, with Obama twice. And the first time that he ran, him and Obama weren't even, they weren't even friends. They weren't even close. Like, there was no cover-up. You know, Obama wouldn't even have taken him on that first ticket if there was even an inkling that there was some sort of history there. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's the part that, that leads me to believe, like, I, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm I don't not know saying about this. she's lying, but it just sounds a little odd. So what do you think? Oh, you think it's going to die out eventually? 
I think that's what they're hoping. No. But no, I don't think so. No. Trump will not die. And listen, Trump is in, in a corner, right? He is so screwed because the only the only reason that he was even going to be able to have a viable campaign come 2020 was yeah. the strength of the economy. Yeah, the economy. Right? And then with Stop COVID-19, fucking. that's fucking assed out because he's got at least two to three more quarters of horrific numbers coming from yeah. unemployment. Oh, yes. And, unemployment. And, and and the stock market took a dive on Friday, right? Yeah, it's doing Thursday okay, or Friday. Considering I mean, all the chaos. I just feel like, you know, he's going to have a tough road ahead. But, and so he's got to he's got to divert he's got to divert the attention. Well, I mean, but with that being said, I'm afraid that like the economy might actually rebound in time for his like campaign to really Absolutely. pick up steam towards the general election and and it's going to rebound not because of anything he did just because, like, COVID hopefully would have died down and things start to open back oh, up. yeah, but he's, he's going to tell himself the hero. Stuff. Exactly. He's going to be like, I told you guys. I said, oh, he's going to be good. Right. Look at us. We're doing so good. Oh, I'm, I, I, I agree I'm with you, I'm worried he would ride that into the, to the presidency again. I agree, I agree with you. And I, I do not have a lot of money, but I would put all the money that I have that there's not a chance in fucking hell that the economy's coming back until maybe January 2021. Orlando, we're going to do two new stimuluses. We're going to give $2,000 <laughs> to the American people for the next two months. I got Andrew Yang in there. He's going to help me. We're going to do it, and people are going to love it. It's going to be huge. It's going to be, what, what's that word? It's going to be so powerful, Orlando, so powerful. I, 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 don't, I don't see it. No, but I, I think that that is a, a possibility. There's going to be another round Listen, of stimulus. Listen, we're already in May. And you're going right? to float the economy Listen, with that. You can't float the economy with stimulus all day. We got to Not gonna, all day, gonna, just gonna, a couple no, months. No, but you're going to have issues with inflation. Absolutely. The Fed's already uh, acknowledged the fact that they're not going to be continuing to pump the economy they over can't. and over again with Dude, printing more money. Okay. Gas well, prices well, are me, negative. So, That's insane. Well, let me let me ask you this. I mean, I, I'm just uh, naive in asking this question. You guys might know better, but like, why can't, you know, why can't you just tell the banks, the mortgage companies, the credit card companies, every, every company that you owe money to on a monthly basis, your monthly commitment, why don't you just tell them, Hey, listen, this is global pandemic time. All right. We're going to put your greed on hold for a couple months. All right. No, you don't collect anything from the American people. You know, let us quarantine, and then once we get over this virus, we'll, you know, everyone will be allowed back, and you could start, re, you know, uh, reclaiming your monthly payments from there. Okay. Let me tell you what, I love that idea. I think that's a great why idea. That All right, and let me tell you why that idea is not going to happen. No, I know, it's terrible, right. because the money's already no. allocated. I know, it's not, it sounds naive. It's but. No, but you're right, that's where a lot of the greed takes place, no, but it's also that money's here's, allocated. Here's the thing, we talked about this about three podcasts ago, right? I gave you guys a rule. Golden rule. Yes. Right? Those with the gold like make the rules. The rule. Right. Right? So those with the gold are not going to allow the general American public to not pay on all of those debts for three to six months. That's not going to happen. As it is right now, in the midst of the pandemic, yeah, you got banks have already said... Well, yeah, we'll give you 90 days if you can prove to us that you can't afford it right now. But once the 90 days is up, you have to pay us back the three months that you owe us. Oh, see, we're not doing that in my institution. We're, we're kicking it. 
three months. You put right? it into the back end of the we loan. put it on the back and we give you the extra three months. Yeah. Right, which is hysterical too because that means that you're actually going to make four times the money at the end of the 30-year period. No, we are only charging the interest for those three months that the people, the, the normal interest that they would have paid. We're not going to forego the interest that's accruing at that time. Oh, I understand. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that's I mean, what that's, we're doing. That's, nice. that's what we're doing. But a lot no. of banks are going to take the compounded interest over thirty right. years. Banks, because banks yeah. are for profit, so they right. have they they don't have they have all the rules to back them. They have every they they are always trying to make money. A credit union, which is similar to an institution that I work for, is a not for profit organization, so it counts every penny. So it can't give anything away, but at the same time, as long as it's not losing any money, it'll work with you. Right, and that's the benefit. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's works. the thing that just. I think that's the thing that just disappointed me most about this whole situation is that like the greed, the, the amount of greed that's dictating how things are going, you know, like people are dying, you know, lives are being lost, you know, um, you know, everything, you know, and they're, you know, they're still putting the dollar first. You know what uh, I feel bad for? Honestly, I feel bad for the strippers. you're right dude if anybody's gotten hit hard by this no because i actually read an article last week that they're doing like this drive-by situation where you can drive by to see the strippers oh no sad social distancing (laughs) is not good for that profession right but like why am i gonna pay money to drive by to see your pair of tits when i can fucking watch that on my computer yeah i don't need to actually like see it in person andrew yang wins again i'm still looking through a fucking glass automation This is a, this is an, uh, this isn't an LL Cool J video, you know. <laughs> Licking your lips. Licking your lips. <laughs> <laughs> doing it, doing it, doing on, it well. I saw this clip on Instagram. It was uh, it was this girl. She had a like a stripper pole in her apartment. She's wearing a hazmat suit, uh, but the the ass part of the hazmat suit is cut out. And then some guy is just instead of throwing a dollar bill. <laughs> He's like giving her a Zell payment. <laughs> <laughs> that's phenomenal. That's great. Oh my god, that's so that's funny. Great. But it sucks because oh, you know then they they can't apply for like PPE. Right? They can't they can't get extra money. Right? No, no, right? that's right, man. Maybe. They don't qualify. That's- and they're, they're hurting. They're not going to go back to work And some of those soon. girls have big breasts. I mean, they should qualify as a small business. <laughs> <laughs> They qualify more for a small business than fucking like Harvard, you know. Shake Shack and fucking uh, Ruth Chris. Shake your booty, shake shake your booty. Like, oh my god, uh, yeah, they're. uh, I feel for them. They're gonna be happy when economy opens. They'll definitely be happy. I know it's gonna be like a long time. What kind of strippers are we gonna have then? And the, the 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 future of stripping, like you said, they're gonna be in hazmat suits. Depends on them. I mean, it might be like a gorgeous girl, and you're like, well, it might be worth COVID. Only the crack heady ones are gonna be working hard. <laughs> all, all the chicks that we uh, that, that you see in, <laughs> yeah, and like strip clubs in Jersey with no teeth. So I might and, cough. Uh, yeah, I might cough but for six I'll weeks and die, though. but it might be worth it. She that, smells. That she smells. She smells so good. <laughs> That lap dance would end real quick if she coughed for one second. Uh, yeah. All right, I'm done. Out. Yeah. She Dance smelled up. like flowers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she really spoke to me. Yeah, that's uh, that's the stripper life. I just want you to. Okay. I, I, I just want to get on the medical end. I just want to get you a take on on this whole reopening and the reopening that's going on in different states and how you see the oh. reopening happening here in New York and whether we're going to have a second wave. And how that's all going to unfold. 
That would that you know I I am worried about that second wave because you know everyone's got cabin fever and you know if you do it too soon or if you if you do it half ass you do you put yourself at risk for another another second wave uh, so I'm definitely concerned about that you know like as much as I want it to reopen I definitely want you know want it to be done as smartly as possible and as responsible as possible but with that being said it takes that that's a slow opening you know you can't just say all right man we're open let's go bowl let's oh, go boy, uh, get nice. our nails done <clears throat> you know i so that i'm i am worried about that and so, sid uh, in terms of how this shit spreads right i was talking to a couple friends of ours today you know there's a lot of still a lot of lack of information with respect to how this shit is spreading right because i would say overall you know while there's a couple of assholes in comac the majority of people are like you know, keeping the six foot distances. Most of them are wearing masks. Not everybody, but you know, decent amount are, um, most people are home, but yet we're still seeing the spread, not at the same levels. Obviously we have a downturn, but it's still spreading. Right. So do you have any like feeling on terms of like how this is occurring? Because it still seems like there's, there's something not being spoken of on on why this is so contagious. To me, I I think, I think the the ones that are getting it now with the social distancing and with the heightened, you know, I guess paranoia of keeping distant and clean, I think the ones that are getting now are not, are not following the rules. You know, they're not, you know, maybe they're um, not cleaning their surfaces. You know, maybe they're not wearing their masks around other people. Um, you know, cause there, you know, there's people out there who have it, who just don't get sick. And then, you know, if, if you're around that person, but not, you know, not, uh, not keeping your distance, uh, not having your mask on, you know, you, you can contract it. So I think the ones that we're seeing now are the people who are being a little more irresponsible with it. Right. Cause uh, I mean, this, this whole idea that there's people that are asymptomatic that are still causing spread. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. a, that's a real issue. Right? Yeah. No, that's, that's a, that's a real problem. That's, you know, that's why testing is so important because, you know, you need to know if you have it, you know, you can be spreading it to other people. So you got to be responsible and protect yourself, protect others from yourself. It's, it's still, it's still too soon to just open back up. But it you know, seems that's, like, that's it seems like the aspect of it being an aerosol is something that's really not being spoken more of, right? Because people aren't I, I just fucking sneezing on each other, right? People are I confused mean, about that. I, I, Cause I, plus I think I like people don't really understand what aerosol means. Like, you know, you think it's like, Oh, it's in the air. It falls to the ground. It's gravity. But like it lingers. Like that's the, that's the, the purpose of an aerosol. Like when you spray Lysol in your room, the, the smell stays because it's still lingering in the air. It doesn't fall to the ground. You know, you're, when you spray Lysol, it's not like the, the floor smells great and the air smells like shit. It's, you know, the room still smells good. So that's, that's what aerosols are. They they linger in the air and they stay around. You know that. So not only the masks are, are important, but like you know, um, not touching, not touching surfaces because it could land on the surface. It gets on your hand, and then you you know you you touch your face, you touch your eyes. Uh, having protective eyewear uh, that's important as well. Um, so it's, 
it's it's not it's not just about having the mask, even though the mask eyewear is too. I didn't even cool. think about the eyewear. We're not fucking around with the eyes, so we should be wearing masks yeah. and glasses and glasses. Yeah, uh, bro, man, you, you, the the I was more scared about my eyes at work than I was what? like breathing it in. Get out of here, know, uh, dude! See, man, this, this fucking like, disease sucks fucking ass you know because like before like you know you put your dick in the wrong place you know you might get something but it's like you know it's not like yeah but at least there's antibiotics for that and your dick's not gonna (laughs) fall off or explode you're gonna die but you you know know, even if it did though maybe you deserved it because you bit your dick where you wasn't supposed to be you're right this is like (laughs) but this is like oh i was just walking down the fucking hallway and i fucking got it you know after a guy coughed 10 minutes ago now how long like there's nothing fun about that because there's a lot of controversy about that do you did they give you like a good brief on how long this stuff stays in the air when we're talking about the aerosol and whatnot to be honest with you they, they probably did but i didn't listen to it because <laughs> i've just been no no man I, I wasn't trying to be like be funny because because i to me the way i've been approaching is like no one really fucking knows oh so you're so saying that that stuff's just hearsay it's every i'm just thinking it's like i said before like like it's the walking dead everybody has it and it's everywhere so i i kind of just especially when you're in the hospital that's kind of how i Jesus. Yeah, uh, you're right. Anything can uh, jump out of any you're is oh the walking dead. So that's 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 how I've been approaching it. Just that, you know, it, it's everywhere and uh you know, you gotta try your best to not you know, you gotta try your best to dodge that shit like Neo. Right. As best you can. Right. So. All right, Bill, you can move forward because we we depressed the fuck out of everybody. Well, you know, I mean <laughs> I was gonna get into more depressing stuff, but we'll break it up. Uh what what, what are you watching in quarantine? Well, what's what's on your Netflix? What you watching? Uh, I, you know, I was watching. Uh, I finished it. Um, Money Heist. Have you guys watched that? No, I've heard good things. Money Heist is on uh, Netflix. I love that damn show. It's yeah, it's it's a Spanish show. From, oh my like, god, is it in subtitles? But yeah, yeah. I mean, you could you could put it in English, but it's so much better in Spanish because they speak the Castilian Spanish. Oh, so the it's thoughtful, all like the, the lispy shit. <laughs> and then the the way they the way they like curse at you and stuff, it's, it's beautiful. It's they're like who is imbecile? And then you know, just the all that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's, uh, <laughs> so it's, now, okay, this is it's funny. good writing. They uh, there's nudity in it too, so that helps. Um, and the women are pretty. You know. I see a lot of pretty people on the uh, cover when I when the Netflix scrolls on Money Heist. Oh yeah, they're 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 dope. They're dope. They they don't cast ugly on that. Yeah, show. no, that's not the uh, that's not the Hispanic way. <laughs> but they think it's the same casting agents as the CW. <laughs> so we were we were laughing, <laughs> except for fucking what's her face? Uh, what's her name? Uh, Puente, you know Tito Puente's daughter. Oh, who's she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's. Oh, she's I didn't see that. She's she's like the weather woman for like CW. I think. Oh, and, and nothing, it's, nothing oh, going on there. Oh, it is terrible. It's creep show. Terrible. Oh, that's me. No, but you know, terrible. we're Hispanics. We're very, she might uh, be the most unattractive Puerto Rican woman I've ever seen. In my really, life. she's Puerto Rican too. Oh, yeah. damn. Yeah. It happens. It happens. You know, there's got to be a balance. Yeah, she's uh, never. She's never going to be Grand Marshal of the parade. Exactly. She there's, took like every worst like attribute that each parent had, and it just came together. <laughs> Well, you know the world. Wait, so she was uh, she was Danny DeVito in Twins. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an excellent reference, big time. Oh, like when she over. she does the weather and she's talking about the barometer and she's talking about the temperature and she's talking about all this shit. I gotta see. I'm, I'm looking around. Well, it's yeah. like uh, Jennifer Lopez's. Uh, yeah, I think it's Audrey Puente. 
No, because I had. Uh, but uh, now I'll look her up later. Yeah, Audrey that's, Puente. That's okay. That's an edit moment. It's terrible. <laughs> Audrey Puente. Yeah. No bueno. No bueno. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like I don't know how these weather women get there because, like, Jennifer Lopez's sister is also like a weather woman or something like that, and she's the the lesser attractive Lopez. Very much so. I oh, mean, wow. she's she's not she's not Audrey Puente. <laughs> don't get me wrong, <laughs> but she's definitely not Jennifer she's Lopez. No Audrey Puente. She's, she's Audrey not. Puente is the. Uh... She's the nadir on that on that scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I can't explain it, but it's not. Yeah, I'm gonna have to Google a picture of her. I, I totally forgot what she looks like. Yeah. That's what I was doing. Actually, that's what ended up uh, uh, muting, <laughs> muting the call. Yeah. Um, but anywho, I know also too. So, if you're watching Money Heist, anything else good? Yeah, um, Money Heist. Wifey and I are watching Ozark. Oh, you know what? My dad was like, I don't know why everybody doesn't watch this show. This show's amazing. He just started watching it. Uh, recently, he's like, I watched the first three episodes. I have to watch every episode. Like, this is the best show I've ever I, seen. I like, uh, I like Jason Bateman. Um, Do you know that's exactly you know, what he said too? He's like that Jason Bateman. He's really good. I don't he's know. he he you know he play he plays the role so well. So I've been watching that. Oh, I watched the short like uh, mini docu series uh, Waco. Oh, I um, wanted to see that. Yeah, John yeah. Leg- I, I, John Leguizamo was in, and I love. I, I know love you love John Leguizamo. Was he the guy? Was he Koresh? No, oh, no. Okay, I was about to he say was, I missed that. I saw the fucking little coming attraction things on that one too, and I did. That guy did not look like fucking. Let me tell you something. I, you know, I forgot about how fucked up that situation was. Yes. Koresh had this line on the show where I was like, "Oh my gosh, you're you're a fucking monster." It's you know this whole commune that they live in in, in Waco, Texas. Yeah, we know the story. Or for those of you that don't watch the movie, but go ahead. <laughs> all all the men in there. All the men that lived in the commune had to be celibate, right? The only motherfucker who was allowed to have sex with the women was David Koresh. Yeah, the main guy, Perfect. the leader. So they, so they asked him about it, and he was just like, "Well, you know, pleasures of the sin, uh, pleasures of the flesh are, are a sin, and you know, I just wanna, I wanna take that burden away from from the men in the commune, and I figured I'd." I'd take that burden upon Brilliant. myself wow. just to help the community. Jesus Brilliant. Christ. I was like, wait, everybody believe that shit? <laughs> Brilliant. See, that's how fucking stupid people are. That's just yeah, unreal. You know what? You just brought it back to what I was going to do. These people vote, and we it's are <laughs> just incredible. Holy cow. They're that's like, well, I'm you know, he that. makes a good point. He makes a good point. I, that way, I don't have to do all the I just sex. don't understand how people don't, like, how do you not figure this shit out fucking years ago? Like, fucking, like, 30, 40, 50 years ago, some fucking guy took everybody to the jungle in fucking, like, Guyana and served them up yeah, fucking, yeah. you know, high C with fucking Kool-Aid but, uh, and, 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 and fucked uh, up poison. Jim Jones, So, right? like, if you start following one fucking guy and he's acting like a crazy lunatic, like, guess what? Go the fuck home. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, oh, this feels weird. Does this killing this baby feel weird? Does this feel weird? <laughs> I feel like we're being weird right now. You think that's, I mean, is this really going to make him happy? Is this really what he wants? You know, we're skin, oh, skinning this puppy. Should we skin this puppy? It. It's what he said. He said I to lo- skin the puppy. Well, the fucking jerk offs that shaved their head and pretended like the aliens were coming back in fucking LA or wherever in California. There's people that drill holes in their head that, that's, um, they say relieves um, uh, some of the pressure on the brain and it elevates your thinking. They take uh, uh, they, they they do it themselves. Well, Have you heard of this? It really pressure on your brain. I don't know if it helps with the thinking though. 
I know um, there was uh, somebody that, uh, what's his name? Uh, Eric Weinstein, which is one of my favorite uh, super scientists that I bring he up on the show. He loves saying Weinstein instead I of do. Weinstein. That's so how funny. he said He corrects everybody no, when I'm they sure, do it. I'm sure, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know how they do. I know how they do. <laughs> I know how that tribe does it. Yeah, that's that tribe. That's that tribe. But anyways, he's of the tribe, and he's uh, he's a cool guy. And he was saying that one of the the nicest, most uh, enlightened people that he knows did this procedure. So he's like, it's not something I would have ever done or thought to do. But I could tell you that I know this person, and this person drilled the hole in their head themselves, and they said that it works. And they're not any worse off. They actually seem like pretty cool. And wow. uh, and they they can hold conversations with him. And he's a super genius, and he's like, yeah, they're pretty uh, cool people. <laughs> I I mean, yeah, I guess I guess you could do that, or you could just meditate. <laughs> I know that's what I was thinking too. It's like too easy. Too easy. <laughs> you had to go that far. Too but easy. I guess at the same time, there's definitely something to be said for the experience of being able to drill the hole. Into you got to work head. for this shit. Yeah, you gotta work for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you want some peace of mind, fucker? <laughs> Yeah, you that's really wild. He was on, uh, of course, uh, our, another favorite on the show is on the Joe Rogan podcast. And he told the story <laughs> of this friendship wow. that he had with this woman. Fuck that guy. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he's very mad. Own, huh? He's very bad for the uh, for the Biden hate that he uh, he threw he threw out there. But you know, it's it comes. There's a lot of rationality behind it, man. You even sent me that meme. That was pretty funny. It was funny. <laughs> so I'm gonna try and find it. That is. Oh no, I can't. I can't because I'm. Yeah, I'm that, the, uh, that actually is. Just read the, it. Read it. It's Joe Biden, and funniest. he's having a conversation, and yeah. somebody memed him, and it was really good. I, I thought it was really because <laughs> it's basically the Joe Rogan argument that he's just not mentally fit to you know to to be the guy. Well, I mean, I don't. Know, I don't agree. Joe. I don't agree that he would say this, sleepy Joe. But if you're of the mindset that he would say this, it's fucking hysterical. Right? You got it. When I was a kid back in Scranton. A wheel fell off my canoe, which made me wonder how many pancakes fit in a doghouse. None, because ice cream doesn't have bones. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. That shit is hilarious. That's like some... that's like the Morgan Freeman shit. You ever watch him on like the Wonders of the Solar System or the Story of God? Yes, yes. With that hello. Everything he, he's got a every everything he's got a fucking story to his childhood. One day, when I was a child in in Mississippi, I used to look up at the stars. I used to say then, to myself, "Wow, those are good stars." Yeah, wow. There's a proton and a neutron. And I'm like, wait, what? How'd you get from there? <laughs> the proton, and neutron. One day, the proton made love with the neutron. <laughs> <laughs> and they formed a, a new kind of substance. <laughs> yeah, I know. Those stories are incredible. <laughs> one of the best voices ever. Yeah, I know. He does. He has a good one. You know which one I like, too? Uh, James L. Jones. James L. Jones. I love oh, his voice. James got a good one, yeah. Yeah, he, was, he just faded away. I, yeah, I, I don't know what happened to him. It was like I saw him in Field of Dreams, and that was it. If you build it, they will come. <laughs> Is, is he the one that said that? I never saw that movie. That was in his head. You right? didn't see like, Field of Dreams? I probably saw it a long oh, time ago. So I don't remember good. it. Is that the one that But it's baseball? weird. It was literally like James Earl, James Earl Jones' entire career was literally like Conan the Barbarian coming to America and then Field of Dreams and then gone. And then gone. And then um, the New York, New Jersey, Bell Atlantic pages. <laughs> Why would anyone need another? 
Oh, he did a he did Darth Vader voice. Yeah, that's true. He did have a Darth. That Vader was before all that. Yeah. That was like the first thing that yeah. he did because he was just a right. voice. Right. That was in the seventies. Right? No. Wait. Did you mention coming to America? Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got him. All right. Yeah. Sorry about that. Which probably my was his best movie. role ever. Oh, Lion King too. You got to throw him. But that was another voice. You're my son. Oh, yeah. I'm the one true king of Pride Rock. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Bobar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I miss that guy. I do. I loved his voice. He was great. Uh, Sid, Sid, you cutting your own hair in quarantine too? Uh, yeah, yeah. I feel uh, like this is the I've week that Orlando and I experimented. I've been doing that for a while, though. I know, oh, you're an I've old been, hand. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've been I've been cutting my hair for a while. So Wait, Sid, you've uh, always been cutting your hair? Yeah, yeah, listen to this. Yeah. Since uh since I was fifteen. Wait, Sid, what tribe do you come from? <laughs> the yeah. tribe of cut your own hair. No, this has to be something ethnic. Yeah, he, he thinks it has to do with your uh, your 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 you being Filipino. Really? <laughs> Uh, no, I don't believe so. Sid, do you like Manny Pacquiao? Uh, for oh, a time, I did, man. Good question. Good question. Pulitzer Prize. I did. Pulitzer Prize? No, Pulitzer Prize. I was saying Pulitzer Prize. Oh, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but I, can't... I mean, yeah. I mean, he, you know, he was, uh, for a time, a respectable figure. You know, I like boxing. This guy's from the Philippines, and he's like, you know, He's wrecking people. He was uh, wrecking motherfuckers. People were afraid of him. Loved him. How could I not like him? And then He's like, beloved. you know what? You know what? I I started to not like him is when he speaks. If yeah. he if he could just box, he would be great. But every well, he time has he a speaks, lot of fucked up opinions. Face palm, face palm moments when he speaks. You're yeah, he has like, a lot of oh, fucked man. up opinions. But his opinions are rooted in like because let, let's clarify for a second. Like uh, you're from the Philippines, the way I'm like from Fort Puerto Rico. Except that, I, I, I mean, right. you know what I mean? Like you were, you're American. You were born here. You did everything right. here. Um, right. You know, but like, I guess. Uh, Except nobody, nobody actually believes that. Bill. <laughs> what do you mean? That I'm born because, here? No, because, no, no, no. Because no, I'm saying either one of you, like, it doesn't make a difference because you guys are American, except that all Americans don't think you're American. Oh, oh, oh. In that oh, sense, yeah, absolutely no. true. No. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up. I grew up in Beth Page in the '80s. Like there was nothing right. else that looked like me around there. Right. Wow. Right. That's that's right. That's that's got to be crazy. Yeah. You know. Oh, so we all have the same sort of experience. Yeah, we, we do. The only the only the only people that looked like me were the people delivering egg rolls to your house. <laughs> Yo, you know what I I I often think, <laughs> Sid, is that I feel like Filipinos are like a little confused. Because, like, they're Asian, but I also feel like you guys are Latinos at some point, too. Like, yes, yeah. they, well, well, they speak yeah, a lot of Spanish. Because your names are all well, fucked thanks, up. They were conquered. To, thanks to Magellan. Yeah. It's his right. fucking Yeah, they were conquered. Yeah, because, like, even the president right now, his name I is, they were like, he, the president of the Philippines is Rodrigo yeah. Duterte. Well, that's... Right? It's like, what? what? <laughs> but that's, I mean, I had, um, so my, my grandfather remarried a, a, a woman from the Philippines. We love her. She's a half grandma. I don't know what what does that make her? My my step grandma? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I you guess, don't have I to say so. that because I'm on with you, Bill. Okay. No, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I say that because he married her and she came in speaking Spanish. She well, she, that's she was half fluent. The language exactly, it's, and that's what I'm getting at. That's what I think Orlando doesn't understand. It's, well, because any any Asian that you see with like a Spanish or Italian type of last name. 
you could almost bet your all your money that that person's probably Filipino. Yeah, right. Because so, you know it was a Spanish colony for a year for hundreds of years, and then America got it in the uh, Spanish American War, eighteen ninety eight. Um, that influence is they, strong, though. They yeah, got the rice, they but they their, didn't get the beans. <laughs> they got the rice, they didn't get the beans, and they got, but they got the religion too. They're very, very Catholic. They are, yeah. Very, yeah. We got the adobo. We we got the uh, empanadas down. Okay, okay. Uh, that's what no, I'm saying. They the do a lot of there. fucking real like Puerto Rican things. Like, no, like yeah. and they're not Puerto Rican. They're, no. I guess they're Hispanic. Yeah. I like to uh, to well, throw yeah. the plank. Days of the week are the same. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Lunos, martes, miércoles. Yeah, all that. You got all yeah. that. So I mean, it's um, you know, love even, yourself even, like, the, the way Easter. Some of, uh, even some of the way, like, uh, like um, names are passed on, you know, like, yeah. uh, like my mom's maiden name was her mom's uh, uh, maiden name, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's, like, you you take the your middle name is the last name of your mom's right. name, yeah, yeah, like that, like they, yeah. there's, you know, there's a lot of lot of yeah. traditions, man. One one time, I I um, me and and Heather and Troy, we all went to uh, Cairns in uh, Westbury, yeah. to watch a fight, yeah, yeah. Okay, this was hysterical. So it I was it was Miguel Cotto, right? Who was my favorite boxer, of course. He was Puerto Rican and big. Oh man, I love I love Cotto, Cotto yeah. man. And he fought Manny love Pacquiao, right? Now he was the oh, shit. Yeah. He, he was the shit of this though, right? So if you ever been to Cannes, the front of the of which the, closes of, by the way, of the it's store, closed down. I'm sure it had the garage door. So that like in the summertime it would open up or whatever, and so it'd be completely like open floor plan, whatever. And so we were in there, and we started freaking pounding. I mean, we were drinking hard, and um, yeah. so much so that even like six months later, the bartender had gone up to like my brother <laughs> and was like, "I remember you guys." It was like all the people that come in here over the past six months. You remember us? She was like, "Oh you guys, yeah, you, you guys we'll never out. forget wow. you, motherfuckers." Yeah, wow, but, the, but here's the pisser of it all. So we're all there, we're drinking, hanging out, and all of a sudden the fight's about to start, and the fight starts, and we're all watching the fight. And, you know, people in the bar watching the fight. And then all of a sudden I turn around, you know, in between rounds and I see the entire parking lot is just filled with fucking Filipinos. And I'm like, you cheap uh, bastards, you didn't even pay for the fucking cover to come in, but you're staring at this TV screen. Listen, how do you know they were Filipino? You know, how do you- all these were Filipinos, these motherfuckers, believe me. And I was like, holy an- shit. Is that a real that, thing? There's, there's gangs of them in there. Mm. Wow. wow, that's crazy! I, I had a horrible okay. night that night. Sid, listen to this shit. Yeah, so we yeah, watched the fight. Yeah. Cotto gets his ass kicked, right? He he fights really well the whole fight until the end, and then he gets his ass kicked by Pacquiao, right? Pacquiao had a he was powerful, powerful little guy, very powerful well, little well, guy. In Cotto's defense, it, it was it was Cotto past his prime. Yeah, and it was also a catch. It was also a catch weight. Exactly, exactly. Cotto shouldn't have been fighting that light. Correct. He, you know, he was. He's usually heavier. Yeah, he was sucked out. He was also coming off of a loss where the fighter he had fought previously had cheated and actually used. Oh yeah, um, <gasps> that was the guy that uses the the, the 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 fucking the, the raps, Rojas, the wraps that were like uh, made out of cement or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Plaster. Okay, plaster. He put plaster in that shit. Correct. So here's the thing: the fight's over. I'm depressed. I'm fucking upset. We lost. Whatever. The Filipinos dispersed from the parking lot. We freaking go to get something to eat because it's like one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. We go to cross the street, right? A bunch of us were fucking ordering food, whatever, standing online. The, the lady gives me my cup. And all of a sudden behind me, some guy 
just like Miguel got Cotto got his ass kicked. It was great. And like I heard him. Oh, I oh heard no. him. Right? Oh. And, I, and I lost my I lost my mind. I go up to the refreshment, you know, area and I fill my drink up with soda. And I watch this kid <laughs> go sit down. And I walk over to him. I don't say anything. I just proceed to pour the Pepsi all over his head. Oh my god. Right? Like I was in like a totally different zone. And then as I poured it over his head and he stood there stunned, then all of a sudden it hit me what I did and I ran out the fucking door. (laughs) 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 Holy shit, I'm gonna fucking go to jail. (laughs) I'm gonna go to jail. You're crazy. I'm gonna jail. I'm like, don't ever talk about Kodo like that again. Don't ever fucking talk about Kodo, motherfucker. Damn. See, and that's why the, I did the, the show. Though. That's how Puerto Rican he is. And then the irony of it is, Cotto is is now even when he fights, he's being trained by Manny's trainer. That's like the the irony of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He retired, <laughs> but he did retire under uh, Freddie. Uh, under Freddie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my. Freddie God, Roach. Man. Yeah. Jesus. But, but I, I know you. I you must have seen it. You saw the rematch with with Cotto and Margarino, right? Where yeah, Cotto he got fucked him up. Yeah. 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 That yeah. Was beautiful. You beat the shit out of him. That was we all like that. It was great revenge. Actually, I did watch that. Yeah, it was great revenge. And actually, Manny, Manny really fucked up, um, fucked him up before that fight. Margarito got his ass whipped by Manny Pacquiao. That his eye was totally decimated. Yeah, I think he, uh, I think he broke uh, one of the facial bones on Margarito. Oh yeah, he did for sure. He did, and yeah, he actually ended up fighting a couple more fights, but um, he ended up he had yeah, Margarito ended up having to retire because of the damage from the Pacquiao fight. Yeah. You mean uh, the Cotto fight? No, actually, Manny Pacquiao fucked oh. up his eye. Oh, even Manny Pacquiao worse. was the one. Oh, I thought yeah. you meant in the vengeance I fight. That yeah. No, Cotto that beat him, Pac- but Pacquiao annihilated his eye. Jesus. Like, yeah. It was, it was, it was like, it, it, was, it was cheat code. It was, it was, that's how the fight was, man. It was. Yo, so Sid, let me close. ask you a second, man. Every time I hear about the Philippines and whatnot, you know, and I'm really interested, actually. Um Clearly. The Philippines, it always seems to me like the southern half of the Philippines is going bonkers because there's like a strong Islamic movement down yeah. there. Um, yeah, it's, it's always been. Always. Like okay. that there. Well, because like if you, if you can kind of visualize the, the, the geography of that region, not too far from, not too far west of the southern part of the Philippines is like, Indonesia, Malaysia, and those are very Muslim countries there. So as Islam spread from the Middle East going towards uh, like Indonesia, Malaysia, it it naturally migrated into the uh, south of the Philippines. So there's there's a lot of Muslim, um, you know, uh, Muslim strongholds down there. Right, right. So it's almost as if in many ways they almost leave that part of the country alone, right? They, they, they're almost autonomous in a weird way. It seems like they kind of just leave them to be. Yeah, you know, I don't know for sure, but it, it definitely makes sense because uh, I just speaking anecdotally, like with my parents, um, I think my brother has like, I mean, my, my dad has one of his brothers who lives down there. I'm like, oh, how come we don't uh, ever like talk to him or visit him? Oh, he lives down south. Oh. You know, it's just like, you know he's he's there. We don't we don't fuck down there. You know we're we're gonna stay. You know up in Luzon, which is like the northern uh, province, uh, northern northern state. We're we're gonna stay up here where it's like you know majority Christian. Huh. 
See? Yeah. Interesting. See, there's a lot of religious stuff going on there. No, there's a lot. Oh, they're, they're, yeah. Filipinos are super religious, man. It, it's I know. almost embarrassing. The only yeah. thing I know is that I did see a report where they were, like, nailing themselves to, to yeah. crosses. Yeah. And that was very yeah, serious, and, I, and that was an Easter thing, and that that freaked me out a little bit. But at the same time, I was like, "Respect, man! You guys are like fucking taking those <laughs> nails that. right Fuck through the that. fucking." I, like, I am. Yeah. Let me tell you a funny story about that. I'm so scarred by that. So I it's remember being in. I remember being in grade school. I went to I went to a Catholic grade school, right? And it was around Easter time, and they were showing how other. Um, ethnicities and cultures around the world celebrate Easter. Like, obviously here <laughs> on Long Island, it's Easter bunnies and Easter eggs and all this, like, fluffy, nice purple and pink shit. They don't got shit on you. Here's how, here's how like, we do it. They're like, oh, oh, Sid, you're Filipino, right? Oh, this shit interests you. This is how Easter is celebrated in where your parents are from. And they're, sh- they're showing this guy, like, Getting whipped and crown, you know, a crown of thorns, carrying the cloth, getting go hard, up, bro. Opus Dei, crucifying him, and I'm like, again, I'm the only like Asian, uh, only non-Caucasian in the non-Caucasian. Class. Never mind Filipino. <laughs> it's like, yeah, right, right. At least, at least if I was like Japanese or Korean, I'm like, hey, not my Asian, not my Asian, <laughs> but. But this was like directed at me. I'm. I felt like I was. I was like a zoo, ke- zoo creature, man. Like people just looking like, oh my gosh, do you do that at home? <laughs> like, who gets to find like, the, the white kids in Bethpage? Oh my god! Like, oh, you know what I also find time. interesting that Filipinos actually got, I think, from their hybrid Latino, you know. Experience, yeah, or whatnot. It's like if Fili- Chinese and Spanish culture had a baby, That's right? Except, Filipinos. except you guys that you know, Filipinos. I feel like they got rhythm, right? The rest of Asia somehow uh, went, went without it. But like, <laughs> it's so true. It's yeah. so true because you guys, like, I, I you love hip hop. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't mean well, anything. That's very actually. Stereotype. That, I don't know why. I, yeah, no, but no, but but they could dance hip hop. Like like they they they're very good at dancing. Dancing, well, I mean, actually, driving. I think I think now in like uh, Japanese and Korean culture, there uh, there's been a real big upswing in uh, hip hop culture there. I mean, like the, the dancing and the b boying and uh, yeah, even graffiti. I, I think yeah. they're, they're they're very good with the is- isolation moves. Uh, some some of the synchronized dancing too. Except that uh, fucking yeah, I mean, stupid group out of fucking Korea. Fuck sure. those guys. The ones that all look alike. Oh. What are you talking about? The fucking Barbie doll, fucking Koreans. Oh fuck? my gosh! Yes. yes. Oh my god! Are they, are they talking? Are they a boy band? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh it's, my god! Yeah, they they're really good. Like singers. Korean, like, fuck that Well, what I'm saying is, they come out and they do a show, and like you're like, oh wow, what's this gonna be like? And then they come out and they're like, hello. They sing. They sing like uh, they sound like Backstreet Boys. They're pretty amazing. Yeah, they should hang out with Crenshaw. They're, they're all a bunch white. of dicks. They're really yeah. They're like uh, bleached. They are bleached white, man. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> weird. It's weird. It's a weird kind of a They're thing. They're all very pretty. Dude, that's the thing. Like, but like, not pretty. Like, <laughs> like they to the touch, right? They look very cold to the touch. 
Yeah, they look very cold. Like they have like no blood flow. <laughs> like you guys need some iron. I want to give them a fur coat. Yeah, they look you like want a sandwich like they, a fur coat. Like the geishas, but from Korea. Yeah, they're very and they're. You're right. They're very pretty, but they're dudes. You know what I mean? It's like man, this is, this is a very. Like Wait, a, so do you do you find yourself conflicted when you look at him? Like, yes, man, you a pretty dude. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> I like how skinny you are. I kind of want to bang you, <laughs> but I don't. But I know that that can't happen the traditional. No, I know something hangs. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, you got pretty features for a man. Oh, yeah. damn it. <laughs> weird. That's that's weird. I was but looking for that punani. I, I got to be honest. I'm glad we talked about it because I I, yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't know how you guys felt about that. I wish I could. Uh, if if I was more savvy with with things, I would come up with their group name so that everybody could know what the hell we're talking about. But they're everybody so knows. fucking popular. Everybody knows they're like soccer. They're like soccer popular. Yeah. Like soccer is not popular here in the United States, but everybody <laughs> loves soccer. That's how popular they are. Those guys are huge. No, they are. They they got like one of those names that is just like almost like new kids on the block. But when they fucking the switch to the, like, the uh, he's uh, he's I think he's looking for it. But yeah, that's. We need to know the name. It's something horrific. Oh, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually put it on here when like I uh, B- when I label it. BTS, right? Is that it? Okay. BTS. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. I think I I remember hearing that. Yeah, it's BTS. BTS. Oh, so simple. That's the other thing. They're like, I don't know about these eight. Well, they're just BTS. That's all. I can remember that. That's all right. Orlando, what did you what did you search in Google? Korean boy band that's really white. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was close. It was close. It was just. <laughs> I think I just put Korean pop group and boom, there it was. Ah damn. Yeah. yeah, I didn't get I didn't get so explicit. Oh, well, it came, came right up. Came came yeah. right up. Oh my god, that's it wasn't funny. like you know, men I would contemplate banging, but. yeah we went off the rails a little bit um (laughs) anyways uh, i was just kidding yeah no i know it's it's been a good show uh i think we're gonna end this fun oh yeah Yeah, what do you think what do you think do we have anything else to add are you all right sid are you doing oh we didn't get to show our clip oh okay throw the clip let's see what happens with the clip all right let's see what happens all right, so anyway, just setting it up. So uh, obviously uh, our president, or your president, because I didn't, I didn't vote for him. Not my president. Not yeah. my president. <laughs> so he's starting, to peddle, he's starting to peddle, you know, a serious conspiracy here where he's basically alluding to the fact that the Chinese government is responsible for the COVID-19 virus. Uh, they had it in a lab. Go ahead, play the clip. Correct. Intelligence agencies today said that they agree with the scientific community that the virus did originate in China but was not man-made and was not genetically modified. Do you agree with that assessment? Well, I haven't seen the report yet, but I will tell you if you uh, speak to the head of intelligence right now, you speak to the head, uh, they did say that uh, I was given a briefing when I said I was given it. Totally. Not before. And they also said that it wasn't specific and it was not a panic briefing. It wasn't like, oh, we're going to be invaded. It was in January, later January. Yeah, so, you know, essentially he will not um, 100% say that it is uh, just a virus that occurred in nature. He is alluding to the fact that it's uh, potentially something that was created in a Chinese lab. Wow. Yeah, which of course is you know another distraction wow. where he can try to lay blame to somebody else. It's and- definitely a distraction, but I have heard that that's not so far fetched. But it's still who cares at this point? That's, like you know, yeah. 
Thank you. Like, can we, you know what, let's talk about that after we figure out how to fucking treat it effectively and protect people on a mass level. Yeah, then absolutely. Let's, go back to, let's not multitask. Let's go back to like, well, wait, where did this shit come from? Yeah, let's was not multitask right now. Let's, let's, fucking, what was it? let's not multitask right now. Yeah. We got bigger fish to fry. Exactly. <laughs> like getting a UBI to people and curing this disease. But the head, very the head of the intelligence, <laughs> all, all, all of intelligence is saying that it's, most, it's natural. The most intelligent this, this man in the intelligence community talked to me. You could talk to him. He's the you smartest guy. He's huge. He's, he's like the smartest guy I've ever spoken to. So I speak to myself too sometimes. But yeah, he's smart. <laughs> oh my god, he's so like like you told me a long time ago. Superlatives, everything is superlatives. Nothing, nothing. Yeah, is... man, he's such a bombast. He never like undersells anything. He's so bombastic. It's, it's uh, crazy. It's, it's so funny to me. So I love terrible. it. We we actually we did it. We elected a used car salesman as our. <laughs> <friend>. <laughs> He's not even he a knows good one. more about this car than I do, and let me tell you, it is so great. It's 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 so powerful. It's a powerful car. It's a great car. You're gonna love this car. Wait till you see what we do with this car. We're gonna do Wait so many see. great things. Wait till you see. Sid, man, I'm so happy you freaking got on finally, man. I had to talk a bunch yeah, of shit yeah. for at least two or three episodes. And we still didn't get. Yeah. We still didn't get to uh, healthcare for all because I really want to know where you stand on that. Oh, put it out there. Oh, well, why can't we do that? Why can't we do healthcare for all? Uh, you know, I'm not a huge fan of it, to be honest with you. Uh, Interesting, because, you know, the Bernie people, they love it. The progressives, you know, they're, they're very excited about health care for all. A lot of people it say. Sounds, it sounds nice, but I, I don't know exactly how that would work practically for our society. Well, that's because we've know? had good conversations about it. So you're you're not saying like, no way. You're just saying like, you got to really outline it for me because it doesn't make sense that we could just have it. That's what I mean. You know, like it, it sounds really good, but like. We, you know, we're growing up in a society where we want what we want when we want it. And in universal health care, that might not always be the case. You just look at it from this, from this standpoint, right? The more you work, the more you get paid, the more money you make, right? That's kind of like capitalism, uh, one of the capitalism. 101, uh, yeah, uh, capitalism 101. Uh, right? Yep. In universal health care, you're, you're, you're making, you're, like, you're, you're, your salary is capped. You're going to make, you know, let's just say you're going to make $200,000 a year, right? Whether you work a lot or work little, you're going to make $200,000 a year. So what incentive does your doctor, your healthcare provider have in busting his ass all day trying to see all these patients uh, while trying not to get sued? But in general, Uh, for your 40 hours a week, $200,000 a year is a lot. But here's what I know I'm, I'm because I'm using like 200 as like a sure as an example. But like you know, you there's there's no incentive for you to 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 work more uh, to earn more. So uh, with that being said, people have to wait a little longer for for non-emergent stuff. You know, obviously the emergency. Okay, so, you're saying you know, inherently like, by nature. Yeah, yeah, that's that's I feel like you're you know your your primary care stuff that'll. That'll be pushed, uh, pushed to the side. Uh, it's not, it's not urgent. You know, like we don't have to see you today. You know, we're we're really busy. We could see you next week if if you could wait that long. Um, but I'm why really why can't your you can... average person wait that long? Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, but I, I guess because maybe it's worse than 
just a primary care visit. But can't you go to a specialist still and just pay the premium to get moved up to the front of the queue? See, uh, we can figure that out. Yeah, I, see, I don't, I don't know if it'll work that way. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. Like, I, I really would like to see exactly how it's done in, in other countries that are actually doing it successfully. You know, because we, we don't really know those models. Like, you know, people point out like Canada or, uh, or the UK or, or some other European countries. And you still have horror stories coming out of there, but they're, they seem like exaggerated right-wing BS. Well, I, I guess two, it, two major things would have to change. Know. Right, say like two major things would have to change. One would be the cost of education for someone to become a doctor to begin with, right? Number one, good call. And then, yeah. and then number two would be you would have to do something with the malpractice lawsuits, right? And they would Thank have to you. Have there something. it is. There yeah. it is. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was I was trying to like uh, get into there because like it's the fucking attorney. Uh, that's I, I know you hate that. So I know that you and were. You know your dad. Your dad will tell you too. Like there, there's so much what we call. CYA medicine, like cover your ass medicine. Right. Um, you know, you, you, you do things, you order things, you document things in a way so that you don't get sued. Or if you do get sued or named in a lawsuit, it protects you from. Right. That's you know, why every motherfucker that comes into the ER gets an EKG right off the yeah. bat, no matter who they came and, in with. And there's your waste and abuse of resources, and that drives healthcare prices up. So there, there has to be some sort of malpractice reform to, to help mitigate that. And then also there, you know, there wasn't as much talk. This is where I was kind of talking to you before about like the, you know, the, the primaries and the debates. There wasn't, there wasn't as much talk on um, health insurance reform because these are the only suckers that are winning uh, in healthcare. It's not the patients and it's, it's not the majority of doctors. No way, because the doctors got to get um, paid either way. They get paid through the insurance, so they just use it. Yeah, I mean, like, no, there's no other, you know, there's no, I don't think there's any other business where there's a third party that, um, you know, that tells you how much you're going to get paid, even though you submit a bill for a different amount. You know, like, when you go get your car fixed, there's no outside third party. You're like, hey, you know what? You're charging $100 for that uh, oil change. Maybe, you know, maybe we'll only give you 50 for it, you know, or you know, something like that. There's, insurance companies do that. And, um, you know, they're making, they're making bank on this. Right. They have, like, one of the biggest lobbyists in Washington. I mean, so what's, why, what's really screwed know, up is that, like, the doctors that actually make a ton of money right a ton of money are the holistic doctors right that are collecting basically cash is that true yeah i actually represent i I represented one yeah they make yeah they make money um certain certain types of not all surgeons but certain types of surgeons plastic surgeons right make make a lot yeah it costs um, a lot of money to remove your dick like if they're gonna have a, a dick removal well, not only that, there's other like there's other like loopholes that they'll do to to like um, maximize the amount that they're making. So uh, you know, a lot of times these these procedures they need assistance. So um, you know, if you have good insurance, a lot of times what they'll do is they'll have another person, another doctor, help that's out of network, and the, in some cases that other doctor will make more than the surgeon on the assist fee. God um, damn! Really? And then yeah, and then that that surgeon who's helping you when it's his turn to you know be the main surgeon on a uh, on a surgery, he'll return the favor. He'll have you who's not you know who's out of network to 
to come and help uh, him and, you know, you'll get the assist fee that way. You know, it's like um, there's all these slimy little loopholes and stuff. Uh, and then, you know, the patients with, you know, bad health insurance, Medicare, Medicaid, they'll, you know, they'll have the PA's help because, you know, the assist fee isn't that high. So, you know, they're, they're not going to put their, their buddy in a position where they could, you know, possibly have a bad outcome and be sued. They'll, you know, they'll put us there. So, uh, there's all, all these little grimy, you know, loopholes that will be. Yes. Dirty stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm not totally against going back to the universe. I'm not totally against it. I just, I just like to see how other countries are doing well, it. Well, basically, if, you're pointing out that there's a ton of moving parts. So there's no yeah. way that you could have a guy that's like, I'm for it. Let's do it. We're going to do it. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Right. I, how? Exactly. Like, that's what like, you need to, to know. Me, it's like saying, to me, it's like saying, I want to go to Jupiter. That's uh, wonderful. How? <laughs> It sounds wonderful. And that's kind of really interesting because it's a central point of the, the Bernie Sanders campaign. And maybe maybe I think to get people on board, you maybe have to delve a little bit deeper into the whole concept of it. And I think that's basically what but I, we want. Yeah. I, but the overall good of it is at least there's conversation now. Like it like nothing will ever get done if there's no conversation about it. So at least at least now there's some talk about it. You know, and you just have to keep Keep building on it. Keep that momentum going. But I think it's. I think, now, it, I think it's fascinating though, Sid, because like right now with the pandemic, right, the whole argument on why you need to keep sort of the system as a capitalistic system as opposed to going to socialized medicine is because you have all of these pharmaceutical companies that are super incentivized to try to go ahead and find a treatment oh, or yeah, yeah, or or a vaccine. No, you're yeah. right. It's uh, you know that. They're, they're looking at this like they're, you know, these, these companies, pharmaceutical companies, they're looking at this like it's going to be a huge fucking payday for them. And they're, it, you know, the whoever's first out is going to make a lot of money. And then whoever, um, you know, works out all the kinks of the of the first vaccine that's going to come out is going to make a lot of money. Yeah. But yet it's interesting, though, because the stock market's not reacting that way. Right. So Gilead apparently had the remdesivir right come out right and it looked like it was going through trials fine and whatnot but then gilead stock didn't really like take off because there's a lot of concern that the government's going to regulate the pricing on it and so it's not really going to be the money maker that you would think if wow. they if they well yeah you got to give it to everybody right and you got to figure out wow. a way to give it to the people that don't even have health insurance right so that that's why a lot of people that are looking at you know, big pharma stocks are uh, sort of not jumping in. Right. They're being a little tepid. Yeah. Well, from an investor standpoint, I would think that you got to find out who, what that drug, what's the main thing that that drug needs to be dispensed? Like what kind of, uh, what's, what's the delivery system and who's the owner of the delivery system for the drug? Like, you know what I mean? You got to like dissect it. Even bigger but it's than like, that. It's, it's really fucked up if you think about it, though. So here's an example. Like, I'll go, like, buy, got that I'll, government I'll go buy into a big pharmaceutical company who all of a sudden is coming out with some type of topical medicine that's going to be able to treat acne, right? Uh-huh. And so many, though. I'm going to jump. Yeah, but like the newest one, the most effective one, whatever the case is, I'm going to jump in on that stock, but I'm not going to jump on the COVID stock because the COVID stock <laughs> is the one that's going to get regulated by the governments across the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's because it's, you know, it's, 
it's on everybody's radar. You know, it's under such scrutiny. So, you know, it's, it's not going to, it might not pay as big dividends right now as opposed to something that, you know, who's really caring about acting right now. Right. You know? Yeah, I know. Uh, but if like, what if this thing does amazing shit, like cures like acne from one day to the next, you know, that then that's like a super duper miracle thing. Yeah. Cause you're going to have every fucking mother and father across America saying, I'll spend whatever. Yeah. Prom is right around the corner. Remember. My daughter's got to go to prom. <laughs> quarantine from yeah she's gonna be on skype looking like a like a hayseed no can't have it <laughs> it's just wild how the demand and and well, the whole thing how the whole thing it. works yeah right. i know i know you would think that like oh my god miracle cure if i have the miracle right. cure company this is gonna save everybody's life this is yeah. gonna make a ton of money and it's not <clears throat> right nope. sorry because we don't give a fuck about yeah exactly lives. we gotta yeah regulate it right there's right. no profit there right yeah, really so that price. that kind of falls in line with with the Republicans, like like hey, we told you, we told you, now you can't make all this money because you you're just too regulated. That's why you just gotta alleviate regulations. No more regulations. Yeah, right. That's government, man. You know, like uh, you know, nothing ever happens fast with government uh, in whatever arena that they're managing. See, but I, but I do agree with Bernie in one aspect, which is that nobody believes in big government, nobody believes in regulation, nobody believes in bailouts, right, until it comes to the corporations. And then if it's the corporations that are in trouble and they're having the issue, then all of a sudden, hey, we got to bail them out because otherwise the whole fucking world's going to go to shit, right? It happened in 2008. It's happening fucking now. Yeah. And that's the only time that all of a sudden no one considers that to be socialism. When the American public has to bail out these corporations, it's not considered socialism. But when the American public could use the benefit of being bailed out with health care or with other things, then all of a sudden that's socialism and communism and everybody's fucking red and going to hell. Right. Right. It's crazy. It's so weird because knowing what I know now, it's. I mean, a capitalist is almost like cheating when it comes to other ideologies because it's always, it's whatever it wants to be. You know what I mean? Like it's a capitalist like a, is nothing more than 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 uh, Goodfellas, right? The movie Goodfellas. Fuck you, pay me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's yeah. just that that's just it. Fuck that's you, pay capitalism me. in a nutshell. Huh? Right. It's that should have been the, uh, the the in the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Should have been it's, one of the amendments. Yeah. You know the these words, communism, socialism. They're they're so demonized. They're just words. And, yeah, I know. And nobody really knows exactly. You know the tenets of of those ideologies. No, you know, nobody has a fucking clue. So, they don't know yeah. anything about what they're talking about. We were talking about this on this podcast a couple of weeks back when we were talking to my uncle Tony. And yeah, people will favorites. people will talk and, and tell people that they're communists or their ideas are communists or socialists and they have never read the Communist Manifesto, never read fucking Marx, never met read Engels. They have no idea about the philosophy behind those concepts. They just throw yeah. those words out. Yeah. And well the ones that throw the words out are the uh, you know, the people that are trying to shit on it. Right. It's the only thing people know about communism is what they had in their social studies book and the USSR was communist. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ivan Drago they're was terrible. communism. I don't want Ivan Drago to be in charge of things. Like that's, that's what communism boils down to in the American well, and culture. Well, any, anytime like. there's anything that's going to help poor people, then automatic it's it's communism. Maybe, but I think it's more the Ivan Drago thing. I think they just <laughs> they, they just think like I, that guy was so mean in Rocky Four. He was so mean. That's what the Russians do. They just they're mean. They they put steroids in things and they punch things hard and they're mean. They're so he mean. did Apollo wrong. I he know. He, he killed wrong. that nice black man that helped Rocky find himself. 
and and they challenged each other and they formed a bond and and the the communist he just came and he punched it all away that's what russia is i hate communism you know what if anybody said that word to me i'm going to be very upset and i'm going to be no way whatever that is i don't want it and uh, that's middle america <laughs> Is that a, uh, was that a Sean Hannity soundbite? Uh, yeah, or I think it was. <laughs> that's my Hannity. That's my, that's my left, you, you left wing Hannity. If, if you played Sean Hannity on a record and then worked it in reverse, that was that. Yeah. <laughs> if you played it backwards. He was like, it was a little too well thought yeah, it was out. like a Missy Elliott fucking chorus. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like Ivan Drago. He's coming for everyone. <laughs> Anyways, all right, play that music. It's your ficka ficka fang yang. Play that music, Sid. It's I love you, buddy. Thank fang you so yang. much for coming out. Thanks, guys. That was fun. Yes, it was. This has been episode nine of Ordinary Mo's. I hope it's episode nine. I'm pretty sure it is. I, I lose track of these things, but I'm going to listen to this Nueve. whole episode. I got to edit everything, and uh, we went for a long time. And I'm I'm going for Joe Rogan length or Howard Stern length. I'm going to assume that people care about this so much that they want to listen forever. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right, guys. You love me. You really love me. Have a great night, everybody.